Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey people, this is DJ. And this is Ish. And, and this, this is season four of Better Let Me Tell You. It's funny when she came out with that song, The Great Escape. Oh, that's a great song. I thought about it as escape, like, oh, escape to, like, Hawaii, escape to, like, an exotic beach, but then it was... Out of jail. Out of jail. Yeah. I never thought about it that way. No, but that's okay because we're cool. Okay. This is all Gwen Stefani banter. <laughs> this is, yes. Welcome, everybody, to episode... 175. 175. Yeah, we're... We've been in the 170s, I feel, for about 20 years. Like, I'm, like... I think we were on 173 for... <laughs> for like six months. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Happy Friday. Actually, Happy Friday. I'm trying to think of it now. I'm like, okay, wait, no. We're not Happy Pedro Friday. Out. No, we'll be in the 180s by the time the year's over. Bueno, Chico, we're in the 175. No, I know, but it's just one of those where you just said right now. I'm like, I feel like I've been doing it forever. And I'm like, wait a minute. Where are we going to be? Yeah. Um... Happy Friday, everybody. How is everyone? Happy Pedro Friday. Happy Pedro Friday. Pedro Friday. Um, what's the funny? Heritage Month. Yeah, Hispanic Heritage. <laughs> You've had some problems pronouncing today. Yes, Hispanic Heritage Month. Yes. Because we don't get a full, a full whole month. We get we 15 get... days of each. I think it's so <laughs> appropriate for... Well, we're always late. Our people, yeah. We're always running late. And then we stay a little longer than we should. Right. So you know what? It makes sense. And I'm going to take totally it. totally makes sense. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to um, change approved. Yeah. Gwen Stefani. Like, we were singing Gwen Stefani songs. Why not? You know, it's funny because Gwen Stefani, did you like No Doubt? Yes. Okay. I, when, when like, Just a Girl and... Tragic Kingdom. When that song first came out, mm -hmm. I wasn't, I was like, whatever. I, whatever, right, 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 you right. know. But Don't Speak is, like, one song. of the greatest songs ever. I'd Like, I would put that in my list of, like, if I made a list of, like, my top, I don't know, 50 songs of all time oh, or wow. top 100. Okay. I would definitely put Don't Speak Up there. That is a great song. It is such a good song. And you know, I, I, she's one of these people that like, 
I think she she's like wine. I, I hate making that comparison. <laughs> That's so like Karen from the Midwest. But she gets better with age. But she's great. Like she's still so good. You yeah. know, my only issue with her now is right that she's married to Blake Shelton. Oh, <laughs> I can't take it. Like I hate it. I don't know. He doesn't bother me. But I, I just, hate. I just that, don't have an opinion of him. I more hate that faux like bromance like fight him and Adam, Adam would have on The Voice. Like, I hate it. It's like, this is so for show. This is so for, like, segments. Like, it's so stupid. Just go on to the next contestant. You're not going to produce a, a, a hit singer anyway. Wow. <laughs> that was that was a low blow. Oh, yeah. But oh, was it a lie? No. All right. Oh, yeah. Well, first off, to everybody who um, <laughs> listened to us last week, thank you so much. Um, for those of you who... Uh, posted on our Instagram uh, about your similar experience that Ishan oh, and I had yes. about putting our gifts on the bed. The bed yes. We're glad, you know. We're not the only ones. We're not the only ones. We but are. nobody still answered our question. If it is a Latin, a Cuban, um, or a Miami thing. I, I don't care. I, okay, I don't think it's a Miami thing because I think one of the, some of the people posted or reached out to us. I don't care what it is. To Miami. Where did it come from? That's what I want to know. Spain, we said it. We remember we established it. We established it. Like, who cares what it is? Decision like, made. Yeah. You and I have made it canon. That's um, it. Because it's like, that has to have come from somewhere. Yeah, that didn't just start. Well, I mean, I guess it did just start one day, but. Well, yes. <laughs> there was a first person. <laughs> to put their gifts on their bed. There was, you know, first gift person, patient zero. <laughs> right? <laughs> Oye. Oite que. There's going to be a Tiger King, too. Okay, I saw the headline, but I haven't read anything about it. So, I mean, what's left? Are so they just going to follow Carol on Dancing with the Stars? If, like, all the people that were on the first one, now that they probably made some money, come back and they're, like, totally refined. <gasps> oh. Like, if his ex-boyfriend now has teeth. It's... <laughs> <laughs> and we can end there. <laughs> yeah, teeth. <laughs> right. Like if they're all. You know, he's wearing a shirt. Right, <laughs> like right, in the right. Interview. Yeah. Maybe got some cool sculpting. You yes. know, it's like a little more trim. Right, right, yeah. right, if, right. If, if everybody comes back like super, like all like, like, yeah, like, like made over. Yes, they took them to like Hollywood. Wait, is and... that what it's going to be? A TLC makeover show? <laughs> they're they're going to have to bring back the Swan. <laughs> Because remember the swan, they would have like nose jobs. Oh no, it was facial like a, reconstruction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hell no. How do you what, feel about this having a part two? Well, I mean, I think it's number one. I want to know what they're going to be covering, right? Because the reality of it is, yes, you can cover, but well, they could have him in jail interview yeah, him. Yeah, but there's only so much. Like, I mean, the original Tiger King number one, it was lightning in a bottle, right? Because exactly, it, it happened right when. Quarantine started, so... Well, let me ask you this. Do you think Tiger King would have been as popular as it ended up being if it wasn't... Because it was like the week or the week after the quarantine. world stopped yeah, for yeah. COVID. Right, right, right. So do you think if it would have been released at another time, it wouldn't have been as popular? Not as popular. Yeah. I think it would have been popular. There would have been people who would have been like, bro, did you see that documentary about that crazy Tiger King? Like, there still would have been that. I don't think Carol Baskin would have been Dancing with the Stars. I don't think... You know what I mean? I don't think it would have been as big... As it became, right. because we were all stuck at home. It was like, it was in a bizarre way, you know, you and I have talked about before, where like now everybody's so fragmented that you don't really have those quote unquote water cooler moments, right? Where everybody watched show X on Monday right. or whatever. I think that by virtue of quarantine, we had virtual uh, water right. cooler moments now, right? Because we were all just like, well, we're just going to sit here and watch the new thing because we are all bored at home. So I, I think there was there was a little bit of that for sure. 
So yeah, I don't think I don't know. I just I don't think it would have been as big a deal if if we hadn't all been stuck at home. It is wonderful though. Oh no no no. Let me. I take. I I want all what of was, it. What was your favorite part of Tiger King? Let's revisit Tiger King. God, there was so. You can't really pick one. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and I think like that first episode was my favorite part, just because I had heard about this case before on a podcast that I listened to. They had talked about about him. Mm-hmm. Um. But I had never seen him. I didn't know the extent of it. And then when they just kind of like drop you into that world and they're like, by the way, here are your two main characters. Mm-hmm. A, whatever his name is. Joe Exotic. A, Joe Exotic and Carol Baskin. And here's all the random motley crew of people surrounding them. Yeah. I I have to say that like the part, because that that. Tiger King, it was like one curveball after another. After Just when another. you think it's okay. Yes. <laughs> it is I not. think that the end when he ran for governor and he still managed to get like 20% of the vote. He got a, yeah. That was, I, I, nobody saw, well, there's a lot of things nobody saw coming. <laughs> nobody saw the suicide, the, 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 the guy suicide. who killed himself. On camera, coming, yeah. On camera coming. But that, because you never in a million years thought it was going to go that way. That he was going to run for office. And, and like, he got votes. And he got votes. And a substantial amount yeah. of votes. I I felt very conflicted <laughs> when I saw Tiger King. And I finished watching it. And I thought about it. Because while Joe Exotic is the villain, Carol Baskin is not the victim. I I think there's no yeah yeah she's, she's it wasn't like oh my god la pobre right you right, know right, like, right. like oh my gosh yes okay there was a hit ordered on her fine that sucks okay yeah <laughs> we're we're not for illegality right we're not pro you know but ordering. it wasn't like oh my god he's such a horrible person look what he did to this poor woman it was like Carol Baskin was a quite a little See, number eh, una mosquita muerta también yeah, yeah who, yeah. who killed who who gave who her may have killed her husband right and fed to the tigers we don't know we don't know and of course it was tigers not like the peacocks well peacocks are not um, yeah. are not carnivores <laughs> isn't a peacock a hilarious animal so wait so what are they going to talk about in part two I don't know is peacocks. it going to be multiple <laughs> Tiger King I always think peacock. of that Carrie Perry a Carrie Katy Perry song. Oh, I want to see your peacock. peacock. I totally your forgot peacock. about that. That wasn't a single. But they used it in, in NBC. I was uh, going to say because I went to an upfront for NBC that year and they, they were using it. Right. Um, I don't know. They just Netflix announced it. So they haven't given more details. No. But oh, there okay. is this image of him in jail. Well, but that's the thing. I mean, they have to talk about that, but there's only so much access I would imagine they have to him in jail. Imagine him in jail. He's like tremendo. Like, Well, he had the COVID. Oh, Joe Exotic got COVID. Joe Exotic got COVID at one point. He was waiting for a pardon from Trump. <laughs> I sort of find so hilarious as this would be that the two husbands he had on the show, like they didn't identify as gay. Like they were just married to him. They were just married to Joe Exotic. Right. As one does. As one does. Yeah, as one does. <laughs> right? I'm marrying Joe Exotic today. Not gay, just married Joe Exotic. This is this is a, an asterisk. This is an asterisk. This is, yeah, that's not even being like sexually fluid. That's no, just it's I, Joe Exotic. I, I'm there's there's gay bi pan Joe Exotic. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Because it's like I I like we have this conversation. I'm like, okay, what, what did they see in him? Because it's the thing that went on. 
he had money. Right. Nope. Or he was somebody who was really interesting. Nope. Well, interesting he was. Well, yes. <laughs> but not for the right reasons. <laughs> right. Okay, right. Okay. You could be like, well. He was hot. Right. Know, right. 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 Let's right. put that one out there. Right. You know? Right. But, you know. Hey, I, listen. So. Stranger things have happened. Yes, stranger things have happened. So, uh, but Netflix is gearing up for a lot of documentary stuff. They're doing a, a Britney one too. Oh yeah, Britney versus Spears. I saw that. Yeah, I don't think they're gonna give anything new. <laughs> like honestly, after the twenty twenty one, like. Eh. Well, from what I saw, they have like interviews with people that are even more in the circle. Oh okay, okay. I'm just saying, like, I don't think there's been enough distance from that initial documentary to have another documentary. I think that what's, you know what I mean? what's so interesting, well, you and I have talked about, I don't know, no, I'm pretty sure we haven't talked about it in the podcast as far as Britney Spears goes. I'm just waiting, like, when all this is said and done yes. and the conservatorship, conservatorship ends, who she's going to give the sit down to. I mean, I've told you, I'm already in talks with her people. She's going to give it to us. To us. To us. And we're just going to, we're going to go to her mansion. You know what's so funny? <laughs> if we were to interview Britney Spears, do you know, honestly, the last thing I would want to talk a conservatorship. about is conservatorship? Yeah. I'll be like, okay, first of all, where's TJ? Yes, we need to find out where TJ is. <laughs> and I need to understand what is Touch of Rose. <laughs> And the question that we've always wanted answered: Why did your record company go from yes. the bottom of my go with from the bottom of my broken heart as a U.S. release and not uh, Born to Make You Happy, one of your best songs and best we videos? Will never understand. We'll never understand. I mean, we'll get to the conservatorship eventually, Brittany. <laughs> but like, let's talk. This is what we really want to know. We'll get to the whole. Uh, we want to know drama. your single choices, right? What, like, why? <laughs> I just can't. It's so I, funny because that's the last thing I want to ask her about. Like, it'd be great if, like, somehow we land this thing and we talk for like an hour and we just totally forget to bring up the conservatorship. Like, like, oh, <laughs> our time is up. What's the? Con- I guess we have to ask you about the conservatorship. Be like, I don't know. You're free now, right, Brittany? Like, you can go and. Do it was things. bad, y'all. Yeah, it was bad. It, it was, sucked. It sucked. I know. Sucked. All right. Well, thank you. It sucked. But how was it? Be flying on that harness in the. Dream within a dream. Yes. Tour. Was it hard to do that while you were wet? Yes. Because yes. that looks very uncomfortable. Yes. yes. Right. And have you kept all the props from the anticipating performance? Do you still have that denim outfit you wore with Justin Timberlake? <laughs> right. These are the things that our audience <laughs> wants to know. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Do you still keep in touch with Kim Cattrall? <laughs> like, this is. A- <laughs> These are the things. These are the questions. Was there really a talk for a crossroads to cross harder? Cross harder, yes. <laughs> what would you do if you knew the world was going to end, Brittany? <laughs> would you keep on dancing? She'll be like, y'all, this is like the best interview ever. <laughs> you know what? It would be totally up her alley. <laughs> we like, look, Brittany, we have these guava pastries. Have you had guava? I know they don't have it in, you know, in, in Kentville, in, right. you know, Louisiana. Right. But like, have you had guava, Brittany? She probably has because she stays at the at Mandarin Oriental, which is like kind of close to like Little Havana. So I'm sure she's probably gone to some, you know, bakery. She stayed at the Mandarin Oriental here? Yeah, a couple times, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> has Sam had guava, Brittany? <laughs> oh, that's a very good question. That's the first question we'll ask. <laughs> I'm telling you, we would sit with her for an hour, and like at about the 45 minute mark, we'd be like, 
oh fuck we haven't talked about the conservatorship like okay so how was we'll it like, we'll be like hey remember when like your other name was Mona Lisa or whatever yeah whatever happened to whatever that whatever happened to that whatever happened to that let's album let's talk perfume <laughs> like yes are, is, what are, fantasy are, you, are we on right are now are you ever gonna have a male fantasy oh well she kind of did my prerogative well it wasn't fantasy but my prerogative was a was a, a uni, unisex Un- unisex unisex okay because we want to smell like Britney Spears fantasy <laughs> yes can we smell like the upcoming and now you have to make it freedom fantasy yes freedom <laughs> fantasy yes. yes why did the circus tour not have an official DVD release <laughs> why I'm just picturing her right now to be like wow y'all asking some real interesting questions like I don't even know how to answer most of these <laughs> Brittany, what is your favorite video? I know what my favorite video is. Brittany, what it is right now. Yes. Do you know what I think is the hottest she's ever looked? Uh, the I Love Rock and Roll video? Yes. Yes. Are we talking videos or are we talking in general? Okay, actually, I think the uh, I Love Rock and Roll video, it's the hotness is so hot that it's like you don't know what to do. <laughs> It's like, I don't know what to do. Should I be like interested? Should I be turned on? Should I just watch the video? Should I just have a cold water, like a cold drink? <laughs> Quench your like, thirst. Like, don't you feel like that overwhelmed when you watch that video? You know? And then I'm thinking, why was this not a single release either? That's you know? another one. See, we have so many questions about single right? releases. Um, She's going to have to come with somebody from BMG. The video of hers that I, I love, that it's like so freaking sexy. It's not even a video. It's that interlude she did with Sweet Dreams. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That is so, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. She's hot, y'all. So good. <laughs> when, yeah, it was like a video interlude in the circus tour, yeah, right? Yeah, circus tour, yeah. But you could find it on YouTube. Oh, you can find like anything Whitney, on YouTube now. Britney Spears. Uh, uh, interlude, Sweet Dreams. Sweet Dreams by Marilyn Manson. Yeah. It's, it's, it's good. It's, it's good. I'm just thinking of us sitting here with her. I'm literally just thinking of us sitting across the Brittany, table. why don't you interact more like, in your concerts? Be like, yeah, seriously. We want more concert, you know, interaction. Yeah. Yeah. What was Touch of Your My Hand really about? It'd be great if she's like manicures. Yeah. <laughs> be like, okay, fine. We got to ask you about that damn conservatorship. <laughs> oh, oh, fine. <laughs> Brittany, did the Python really give you... Um, and that brings us back to Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. Yes. Because one of the guys from Tiger King was on there. Yes, was it, it was his tiger. The other guy. The, the, other, one that, the one that came to own Joe Exotic's park. Yes. Who was doesn't no own Angel it. either. No, he doesn't own it now either because, well, that was, Carol Baskin got it and then she actually sold it. She doesn't even own it anymore. <laughs> if we were to get this interview with Britney Spears, <laughs> we got to bring in uh, Steph from... <laughs> Mamas and Merlot. You know what? There will be so many people who'd be like, can I? I feel like we'd have well, to. Well, first of all, I don't think Steph would forgive us if we don't. That's um... true. No, it's like I told her the other day. She's like, if, if you guys get invited to the Met Gala, you have to take me. And I'm like, we'll say you're a publicist or yeah, something. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, we'll figure it out. We we wouldn't make it out alive of the interview if she found out. This is true. Interview. It would be the last so Stephanie, thing we ever you, did. You would be in our, on our... Um, our, our, our team. Our team of interviewers. Our, our team. And I'm sure Stephanie will come up with some really interesting questions, too. I'm sure Stephanie probably would be like, fuck the conservative, too. Yeah. Like, I, I want to know. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares about conservatorship. <laughs> I told you. I've said this before. When Justin Timberlake um, performed at the Super Bowl. Oh, yes. Yeah. Everybody was like, oh, is he going to bring out Janet Jackson? Which would have been badass. Yeah. 
Oh, is he going to bring out in sync? Right. Which would have still been badass. But what? Are, I mean, I wasn't the only person that said it. But I'm like, if Justin Timberlake would have brought out Britney Spears and they would have sunk Crimea River, I think the world would have ended that. Like, I think there would have been a pause in like the world. The, the okay. earth would have stopped on his axis. Now that you said that, I had a similar thought last Saturday. Because I was at I was at Miami Beach Pride, and as you guys saw on our Instagram, Paulina Rubio performed, and somehow I ended up on a <laughs> you ended up on a bus. I ended up on a, on a, on a, on a float, on a float somehow at Miami Beach Pride. But that's a story for, for another for day. another day. So you know, I'm sitting. So we're we're there watching Paulina, and yeah, she was good. She was fine. She was good. She did her hits. You know, she was she Pauli, was Paulina estaba en el Miami Beach Pride. See, si, see, si, Pride. Oh my god, I'm telling you, my favorite part was when she's like, "Let's all go to in the ocean," and all I could think of afterwards was like, if everybody you know, just went home and she's just sitting on the beach like sad and then nobody, went, nobody went jose's like yeah and she's singing like as a ballad version nobody comes but bueno, she kept saying like you know oh i have surprises for you surprises for you and i told jose i turned to him I'm like let me tell you something she didn't have any surprises if this woman like goes backstage and pulls out talia like that's it the world ends tonight like yeah. if that woman shows up on that stage with like talia it's like yeah i'll be out there forget it the world will stop spinning <laughs> Hola, mi gente. It's National Hispanic Heritage Month where we celebrate the contributions and influence of Hispanic Americans to the history, culture, and achievements of the United States. And this year, we're teaming up with Lay's to celebrate what makes us 100% American and 100% Latino. Flavors like limón, chile limón, and cheddar jalapeño celebrate the flavors we all know and love with that unmistakable Lay's quality. So grab your bag of Lay's limón chile limon or cheddar jalapeno this hispanic heritage month and enjoy flavors that celebrate who we are after all we all know you gotta have lays pero, pero do, do it, it con, con sabor. sabor hey everyone this is dj and in honor of hispanic heritage month we have teamed up with lays to bring you some of our favorite movers and shakers around town and today we are happy to have one of our personal favorites a friend seth burgerby so hi hi there sir senor Hey, how's it going? Thanks for having me. Hey. Pleasure's all ours. So, you know, we know that one of the, you know, you are Burger Beast, that, you know, one of your biggest staples, if you will, is La Frita Cubana. So talk to us a little bit about what, what exactly is a Frita Cubana. And, you know, you know, one of the things that we are trying to promote with Lay's is 100% American, 100% Latino. And I think the Frita is probably a good mesh of that. So talk to us a little bit about the history of La Frita. To kind of give you a little background and how it kind of ties to a hamburger, um, White Castle kind of standardized the burger in 1921 in Wichita, Kansas. And a few years later, a variation showed up in Cuba called La Frita Cubana. Uh, the main difference was they were cooked using the same technique, though what's popular now, like a smash burger. But these were very heavily uh, seasoned. Uh, so they, you know, they had cumin and garlic and pretty much what uh, a lot of Hispanics put into all their, all their, uh, into all their foods. Uh, and, and that was the main difference. You know, we did it with onions. And uh, they were served in little carts. Uh, eventually, when uh, they made its way to the United States in the early 60s, and it spread all over Miami. And that's pretty, Miami's a hotbed of frita activity. And when, like, these original fritas, if you will, and, and I, I, I like that story because I can't think of something more 
again, 100% American and then 100% Latino, then like all these seasons, uh, you know, going into a, a, a frita. When the fritas first started, or or if you will, were created, uh, were they like little burgers that, you know, come with like the little breads and little burgers, or, or were they more of a traditional burger that we think of nowadays? They were kind of a little bit of both. They, they were about two ounces, and they weren't served in a bun. They were, they were kind of used like what's called here una flauta, which is a long Cuban bread. And then you were just cut in slices as they needed for the sandwich. I also think that you had mentioned, uh, I had heard you say earlier before that with a traditional like American style burger, you cook the meat and then you, or you add the seasoning later. Whereas with a frita, you mix it in. How does that work? Right. So the, the frita, and, and, and this is almost a little burger blasphemy, uh, the frita is, a lot of people consider it the Cuban hamburger, uh, but hamburgers generally don't have seasoning mix into them. They're just seasoned on the outside while they're cooking. Uh, the frita could be somewhere in between, a, it doesn't have breadcrumbs, but some places it might do it. It's kind of like a meatloaf in a way, where it's very heavily seasoned and, and, then, uh, and then cooked. Uh, except it's not in an oven, it's actually on a flat top. Cool, cool, cool. Well, listen, it's a frita, but like most food items, it certainly has a history. And and I think that the fact that it's so similar to a hamburger, but yet so different in its flavor is a good representation of, of what we're trying to do with Lay's of really show like the diversity and how the complexity of a lot of these foods. Thank you, Seth, for being with us. We learned so much about the frita, who knew? So everybody out there, remember, you got to have Lay's, pero do it con sabor. I don't think so. But I'm saying, can you imagine if that would have been yeah. like... <laughs> yeah, but Britney with Justin would have been... I think that that's something that needs to happen. They it, need to do... They need to come up together. They'll probably present... Somehow. You know what? When they're like 50 or something, they'll probably present a Grammy together. Ugh. <laughs> I'm saying that, that, that'll probably be what happens. Like, they'll do some type of, you know, like... I don't know, at the Billboard Awards or something. Anyway, bueno, let's, let's move on. Because we weren't even going to plan on talking about no, this. Definitely we're not. Okay, so... Um, you know, we talk about everything on here, and yes, we do. Not the, not just frivolous, just uh, not frivolous little things, things like yeah. Britney Spears' video and single choices. Um, <laughs> oh, those are important sometimes. Uh, well, what's going on with Haiti and the Haitian the immigration crisis? That Haiti. that is insane to me, actually. And I and I and forgive my ignorance, but it's like, how did they? How did I mean that many people even get? To Texas. Desperation. No, 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 no. I mean, physically. Because, I mean, you we're so used to them showing up here in in South Florida. You know, like, the boats come to South Florida and, and things like that. Like, I it never dawned on me, Texas. I had a conversation earlier this week with someone who, um, I don't need to say who I was, that I don't think this person was trying to be mean. I don't think they were trying to be demeaning. But they obviously they were, and you know, because we were saying, which people know this, that this is not a secret that the um, there the country that has the most illegal aliens in the in the United States is Canada. Oh, really? Right. There's tens of thousands of Canadians that have. Um, expired visas oh they just show up here for work or whatever right, they're and, living in the u.s and just don't go home they work yeah. they live in the u.s and whatever and it's not really enforced right right 
Because um, they're so polite, we don't know. I don't know if it's the country with the most... Okay, let me take that back. I, it's not the country with the most undocumented people okay. in the U.S., but it is the country with the most um, people that have expired documents. Okay, got right? it, got it. Okay. Because usually Canadians don't... Well, the, the border with Canada and the U.S. really isn't... It's uh, Michigan. Right, it, it, <laughs> I mean, but it, it really isn't. There's not much of a border. That's what I mean, right? Yeah. Um, but it, but there, I, I think it's like tens of thousands of Canadians are here illegally because their documents have expired. Right, right. And I was having this conversation with this person, and they were saying how, well, but you know, the thing is that Canadians that live here, they work here, and mm. they, you know, have families here, and, um, you know. Canadians are very similar to Americans. You know, it's like almost the same thing. So it's like, not only do they blend in physically, but it's like, the, it's similar culture. It's almost right. the same. So, you know, it's like an extension of the U.S. So I said, okay, so if if I'm understanding you correctly, you're saying that because Canadians are very similar to Americans. It's okay if they just... It's okay if they're here. So what I'm hearing is... Anybody who that doesn't certain look like people, us. That right. certain people should be treated Differently. one way, and other people should be treated another way. Right. Well, that's what I'm not. Tr- I'm not trying to say that I go well. No, but actually, and, and I wasn't you, trying you, to like. You may be trying them. to say it. But I was trying to right, deconstruct right. it. I'm like, no, because what you're saying is that Canadians, because they're so similar to Americans, and you know they're here working mm. and whatever. You know that you understand why it's the okay. U.S. is not it's laxed on the mm-hmm. enforcement of those visa violations or whatever. But you know Haitians that are trying to come here because there's been you know practically genocide in their country and you know the other as we've said many times on this podcast, the Haiti cannot catch a break. All the issues that occur in Haiti, right? Who are trying to come to the U.S. for a better life? Um, you're saying that Canadians, well, you know, because again, they they. They um, look like us. They sound more like us. Right. Um, they should be, you know, it's okay that they get, they're treated they get one treatment. Way, right, 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 right. Right? So, yeah. I'm like, right. So what you're saying is that a certain group of people should be treated one way and a certain group of people should be treated differently. I'm like, that, my friend, is the definition of racism. Right. Because <laughs> racism true. really is that one group of people or one class of people should be treated in a superior right. form that than others. others. Right. And he's like, oh, but but the, the first thing, but I'm not a racist. I'm like, well, you may not think you're a racist, and maybe in your hearts of hearts, you're not. You think that nobody should be, everybody's but you are equal and all that. expressing a racist but when sentiment. You're, but when you are saying something like that, your intentions may not be racist, right. but your, your, your messaging and what you are saying should happen actually is. Right. Because you are saying it's okay for some people to be treated this way, and other people to be treated, and other people right. to be di- treated way differently, right? Right. So, I'm just amazed at the. Um, I, and again, I I really have to plead ignorance on this because again, you know, being in South Florida, I'm more used to that when we have Haitian refugees coming. You know, you they're they're on the the giant boats and they are landing on on our shores and things like that. To see that many Haitians, essentially in a shanty town. I mean, they've they've built a, a, a town there for all intents and purposes, right? I'm just amazed at the sheer number. Uh, first and well, foremost, because I, 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 again, my ignorance is showing. Right. right when I think Texas border, I think Latin American. Right. Well, yes, the sheer number right now it's a lot, but you know, there's a lot of Cubans that actually come into the U.S. like that. I know my cousins came in. Like I, that. I was going to say my cousins came in through Central America. Yeah. 
And there's actually a lot. Like, there's thousands of Cubans that Ooh. are in Central America. Waiting like, to, Right yeah. now, waiting yeah, yeah, yeah. to come in. Um, I mean... I, every time there's one of these immigration um, debates or crisis or whatever you want to call it, I always say, like, you know, people, don't lose your fucking humanity. Like, we could have a conversation about policy. Listen, I'm not about open borders, but I am also not about people on horses rounding up people. Yeah, like, the, the optics of bad were, of that were just I mean, the, like, like, who, like, like the, how, the optics how, of that, how, how? You, you have to call it for what it is. The optics of, of that they look like a plantation are arm. just as bad as the optics of little kids in cages. And, um, and this is solely on the Biden administration because if this would have been the Trump administration, right. we would have been screaming bloody, bloody murder. murder. That's a true. bloody murder, you know, and bloody Mary, bloody, <laughs> bloody don't, murder. Don't, don't say it one more time. She shows up. It's if you say her name three times. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I won't say it. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> not even if you order the drink. Oh, well maybe that's an exception because oh, it's brunch. Gross. I don't like Bloody Marys. There's nothing appealing about alcohol, tomato juice, and celery. But anyway. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> it's what, vodka? Vodka, yeah. I always think of Mother Jefferson from the Jeffersons. Why? Because that's what she would always drink. Uh, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary, yeah. Anyway. Um, if, yeah, if it would have been Trump. We would have been up in arms. Up in arms. So We have to be equally. So, yes. Biden... You are messy. You need to fix this. And you need to fix it quick. Sweet. Yes. Um, you know, I, as I said, I, I always get upset when people lose their, their... It's like a lack of humanity. You can have a conversation about policy. You can have a conversation about what we should do about this. We could have a conversation about... You know, I, I'm... Again, I'm, I'm very liberal. I'm a progressive. I don't believe in open borders either. Right. Right? I believe there is a process. Right? right? But... You, you can't... You still have to treat them like human beings. You, you still have to treat them with dignity and right. with human beings. They because they are human beings. They, they are doing the same exact thing that our parents did. And let's talk a little bit about immigration, um, immigration waves in the U.S. Let's not forget that in the early 1900s, when the Italians mm -hmm. and the Irish... The Irish. Uh, immigrated to the U.S. Let me tell you something, people. The reason why there's a little Italy in in, in, the, New in New York is not because Italians were like, oh, this will be a tourist attraction one day. Like, <laughs> <laughs> let's make it easy for people. To find us. To find right, us. Right, 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 right. The reason there's Chinatowns, it's not for that either. It's not for that reason either. Right. The reasons why these neighborhoods exist, right, was because this is where these people were put because nobody else would take them. Right. So they had to make their own villages their own um neighborhoods. or neighborhoods their own restaurants their own stores communities yeah um their own communities the same for jewish people the same for yeah. polish people yeah. it's not a coincidence right 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 right, right? right. um is because these people had no other choice. Because when the Irish and 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 it's true for many nationalities, when the Irish, the the Italians, the Polish came to this country, they were treated terribly. Yep. Terribly. And nobody wanted them and terrible things were said about them. And and it was just an awful, awful time. Right. They were second class citizens. Right. 
Mm-hmm. So this is not... It's not new. This is nothing new. This is nothing new. Um, it's shameful. It was shameful then and it's shameful right. now. But I, I, I give the, the, the... The biggest difference is that the shading of the discrimination of the people being discriminated has changed. Oh, well, yes. <laughs> right. But but I give that give that as examples that immigration waves in the U.S. have always existed. Right. And a lot of times they, they were met with resistance. And, and the reason I, I bring that up in particularly is because... All these communities in the past have eventually flourished. Right. Right? And now, oh my God, let's go to Little Italy. <laughs> right, oh, Chinatown. Chinatown. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh, you know, it's like the, you have to give people a chance, you know? And and it's just the optics of this whole situation are terrible and inhumane. And it's happening under somebody else's watch. So, you know, when stuff like that happens... And then you hear being pissed off, you know, and saying, well, you know, racism in the U.S. is a problem. And, you know, and not people are treated equally. Not everybody is treated equally. I mean, then it's when you really realize and you have to stop and listen. Well, you should always stop and listen. But then you have to stop and listen and be like, well... This is happening under a different regime, a different administration. So is right. so is this a problem that's inherent with our society and our country right. and our it, laws? It's not, it's not a political party situation. Right? Because as much as I don't like Donald Trump, and as much as I think he did, you know, he took us back fifty years in terms of racial um, progress. Uh, progress, you know, Donald Trump didn't invent racism. <laughs> this is true. Although he'll probably like to take credit for that too. <laughs> he probably would. He probably would. He probably would. Big. Big. I invented <laughs> racism. <laughs> so, you know, uh, fix know. it quick, Joe. So, I'm about to say something that I didn't expect to to say. Okay. So recently, our governor did something that I kind of agree with. Oh. So, um, I think it was like a couple of weeks ago. Oh. He called on lawmakers to revamp the the state's school accountability system. Oh yes. By eliminating several of the annual exams that students take and replacing replacing them with shorter student quote unquote progress monitoring reports throughout the year, and the whole thinking is you know it, once you have this test at the end of the year it's too late, like it's too late to do anything. So you should have you know as the year goes on you should you know it should be prog- a pro- progressive you know and, and all that. And I'm like you know what that's not a bad idea. I mean, I don't have kids, but I, I, I keep hearing from parents like, you know, I, oh, this thing is coming. And like a friend of ours, one of her daughters, like every year at the end of the year, she, the, the, I mean, la pobrecita, she gets a mad anxiety because the test is coming. The I, test is coming. The test I is coming. Never, when I was a student, when I when I mean student, I mean student in the school system. Even then, when I was in college and in law school, and now even as an adult, I've never quite understood the purpose of standardized testing. Because I think that standardized testing gives you an advantage or a disadvantage that is a social construct. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Say that again? Okay. So what, let's go take it back to Say by the Bell. Okay. Remember when Zach Morris Time got out. like a... A sixteen hundred on his SAT, right, 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 and and Jesse Spano got less, right, and she wanted to go to, Harvard. no, 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 Stanford. She wanted to go to Stanford, right, but but right. they wanted her at Harvard, right. right? <laughs> wow, I can't believe I'm gonna use those by the bell as well. right as a reference. But Jesse was a student that had straight A's because she studied hard. Right. Whereas Zach was a goof off. So I've always thought about standardized testing. Okay. I've always thought of that like, okay, so you're somebody who takes tests really well, but maybe you are not academic. You don't care for academics. Right, you right, don't right. care for studying. You don't take school seriously. So why should you be given a greater advantage than somebody who has good grades, applies themselves, applies themselves, works hard, is dedicated, and succeeds? Like why? Why? Like, that's never made any sense to me. Never. Because the truth is that in college, you have to study your ass off. Yeah, there's no there's no coasting. So it's not like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm very smart. I'm a great test taker. No, you can be the greatest test taker there is. If you don't study if you don't know the material, your ass off, yeah. you don't know the material, you're going to fail. Yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe you could pull certain things off, like mm, somebody I know, <laughs> that being me, <laughs> how I got an A on a test without reading a book. But, you know. That was in high school. Yes. And I got an A. You got what, a B? I got a B, motherfucker. And I didn't even buy the book. I'm still bitter. Anyway, um, I'm a good listener. <laughs> but you know what I've always been really good at? I've always, I've told you I have this talent that I can Bullshitting? answer. No, well, that, <laughs> but I can answer a question by reading. I can answer. I can give an answer by reading the question. Right, right. You can. I was like, oh, I know what they want. <laughs> right. You, you can give them what they want. Exactly. That's exactly. why when I was in law school, you know, in law school, um, you most of the time your final exam was one question. It was like a story. It was like a one-page fact pattern. Okay. And that was your final exam. The entire course, the entire course, it was just one question was was summed in one question. And you would see people like freaking the fuck out, and I'd be like, "Oh my god!" I know what they want me to say. I know what they want me to I say. I know what they're looking for. Yeah, yeah. Have I ever told you that one time I froze in law school? You might have, but so I've. I can't say that I'm a great test taker, but I'm also fine. I, <laughs> I don't get anxiety. I don't get nervous. I, yeah. When I when I take tests, there comes a point that's like I know the material. Like I know it. I know I what know, I know, and I'm. Gonna, I know right, it. Right. I know it. And I was like the type that when I would go like. When I would have my finals, mm -hmm. that you know, you're there outside waiting to go in. I would have my headphones on. It's like I don't want to hear people talking about like, oh my god, this and I didn't get that and blah blah blah. So would it be fair to say that you got in the zone? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm up against the speaker trying to take the music on. It's like a competition <laughs> me against a beat. I want to get in the zone. Anyway, um, I would go in there, and you know, again, your question usually your final answer, your final, your whole final. I mean, would be just like a one-page fact pattern. Right. So, civil procedure has been the one class in law school that I was like, oh, I went blank. I had never 
gone blank on an exam ever in high school and college and grad school. Never. I had 20 years is not a bad run. I've never gone blank and I went blank. And that civil procedure isn't one even one of the harder classes. In I was going to say it's pretty standard stuff, right? I mean, but I'm not like if you were like, <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's but it's it's procedure. It's like it's not yes, like it's not like criti- it's not like critical yes, thinking. It's procedure. Um, it, yes, yeah, it's, it's like I would say mid range in terms of you know saying, difficulty. Like, and I blanked out and I started to panic and I was like, "Don't panic." And then you know when you see other people like answering, I'm like, "Okay, I don't know the answer." But how I used to study is I would memorize my outlines, all like 50 pages of them. And I'm like, okay, well, because I can't, I'm going blank. Here you go. Civil procedure week one, subject matter jurisdiction. (laughs) Civil procedure week two, personal jurisdiction. Civil procedures week three, you know, summary judgment, whatever. I'm like, the answer is somewhere here. This is true. This is true. They they, they taught it to you at some point. It was my one C in law school. Oh, that and tax, but we won't get into that. Yeah, but who likes taxes? No, tax. When I took tax in law school, I was like, I want to see. That was your goal? Yes. I'm like, my goal is to get a C. I'm not going to get an A or B. I'm not going like, to. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Okay with give that. me a C. Give me a C and get me out of here because this is why I hire an accountant. Like, Exactly. Tax. This is why I do TurboTax. Like, who wants to do taxes? I have no. no interest in learning this material for real. No. No, no, no. Anyway. Nay, nay. Uh, back to what were we talking about? So, I mean, basically, you know, the, the fact that now they're, they're, they're splitting it up. I mean, it's like, a conversation about me. So um, that well, you know, um, it's what we it's what we do sometimes. Um, you know, they're splitting it up so that as opposed to just like here at the end of the year. Now, did you learn anything? Oh no, too bad, so sad, you failed. You know, right? They they're really making it more you know throughout the year so that you can course I, correct. I, I keep thinking those standardized tests. I I can't. But no, I don't I don't know if well I, I don't think the course the 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 proposed method is a standardized test. I think it's just like. Progress reports, uh, right? As it were, right. Which is more, you know, just where are you? And right, it's it's more like more um, smaller pictures, right, right, of your performance rather right. than than one final at the end of the year when it's too late. Yeah, I've I've never understood those tests uh, like the FCAT. Well, we didn't never took the FCAT. No, like you would see all these people struggling with the FCAT. Which is the one that we had to take in tenth grade? Oh my god, the HSCT. Okay, yeah, that one. It's high school competency test. Yes. Do you remember the questions with the HSCT? That test was a joke. It'll be a circle. Half of it was shaded in. What percentage is shaded of the circle? That, and what I remember is there are people who like failed the HSCT. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember we went into it because it was on a Saturday. It was two Saturdays, right? Because one was math and one was English, no? Yeah. I remember that it was like, you know, they allocated, what, three hours or something. Yeah. I think all of us were like in and out within an hour at yeah. most and I at most we went to date them all yeah like at most we were there for an hour you're not gonna remember this but i do okay well after we went to date them all and do you know what we had for lunch oh i'm definitely not gonna remember that chick-fil-a that's how long chick-fil-a has been open in miami did we? chick-fil-a has been open in date no no, no. i know we that did. i know we that did. but we did we got chick-fil-a and yeah. i remember one of our friends like loved chick-fil-a and I'm like, and that's how long, that's how long it's Chick-fil-A has, Chick-fil-A has been in, when well, no, we were in 10th grade, in um, Dadeland, if not late 80s, early 90s. Yeah. And now for some reason, everybody's like, La Furia de Chick-fil-A. La Furia de Chick-fil-A. So, you know, anyway. Okay. So what else do you got? What else do I got? Um, i trying to think. So I mean I guess we can talk about um you know the the 
very sad case of Gabby uh, Petito. Yeah. Um, you know, for those who don't know, she's from, I know she's from Florida. I don't remember exactly the area. Um, her and her boyfriend went on a trip. You know, they went on you know, like anybody else does. And they left together and he came back and she was not with him. And they have since found her remains. He is uh, no longer found. Was she at a national found. park when they found her? I know it was it was a wooded it was a wooded a, it was a wooded area. Didn't they I don't take remember. a trip of like the national parks. They were taking like a road trip, but like so. Uh, and and the weird thing is that there is, from what I understand, there is some dash cam footage um, because they were pulled over by the cops at one point, just you know speeding or whatever, and that she looked agitated, and the cop asked her, you know, how are you okay? What's wrong? She's like, no, 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 I'm fine. I I'm just you know I'm, I'm a little upset right now, but no big deal. This that and the other, and that was the last time anybody saw this young woman alive. Um, since then they have found her remains, her boyfriend who they had brought in for questioning is now gone missing. And it's, it's a sad case all around. I mean, obviously, you know, we're, we're talking about a, a, a young woman. She was what, 19 years old. I mean, went out. It's a horrible, horrible case. Went out, you know, to have a weekend with her boyfriend and, you know, we could sit here and we could talk about, you know, the toxic relationships and all that, you know, and, and there's a whole lot of the, just wellspring of things that, that, you know, we could, we could engage in, but I, and I and I I oh, I'm trying to figure out the way to say this. What bothers me the most about this case is actually not the case in and of itself. It's the coverage. It is the coverage. It is the you know the the quote so, unquote missing white blonde woman so gets the, the reason you know the reason footage. we decided to bring this up is because it's in the news right now and i in the last two weeks i've been really really busy on some projects that i'm working and i i'm generally the type of person that watches the news you know i read the news i watch the news in the morning so i'm usually you're pretty up to it up to up to date of everything that's going on apologies and, she uh, um petito was was uh, 22 years old and in the last couple of weeks, I've been like, when I mean busy, I mean like, I don't have time for anything, let alone watching the news. And I kept asking, I'm like, is there like, I, I see this, she connected? Of this missing she... girl. Is there something that like, I'm missing? Right. That I'm missing? Because like the coverage on her, it's everywhere. Like right. the other day I logged into NBC.com and it was like the main news story. And then under it, it was mm -hmm. like four other articles on it. And when I scrolled more, there was like two other articles on it. And I'm like, is there something like out of the ordinary of this case right. that, um, you know, that is warranting so much coverage? Because again, we want to make it very, very, very clear. This is a terrible tragedy. This is beyond a tragedy. You know, our hearts go out to her and her yeah. family. I mean, this is horrible. This, please, nobody misunderstand this. We're not taking away from the tragedy. But what I, I don't understand, and, and you as well, right. is that there's... Why is there so much focus? On her. There's... And, and, and it's not even that there shouldn't be focus on this, but, but there's thousands of, of people that go, go missing, missing yeah. that are of color, that are transgender, that are immigrants, you know, and... And they barely make the local news. Right. So, and and usually, like, it's it's very dramatic cases, yeah. right? And and they don't but it's get an, it's like an any hallway. coverage. That's why I personally, I had somebody who's very, very close to me. Yes, you were telling me. Um, a few years ago, three years ago, four years ago. Her her niece 
and this is somebody who's very close to me, her niece uh, here in Miami was, her niece went missing. Right. And um, her boyfriend again, also was like mm. the suspect. He went missing as well. Okay. Um, and uh, I think, I don't know, maybe a few days later or a week later, mm-hmm. they found her dead in the trunk of her car. Wow. And they had thrown, you know, they had dumped the car somewhere yeah. in yeah, yeah, Miami. Like, and I think, it, I think it came on the news, like when she went missing after 48 hours, they were like, well, oh, she's I, an adult, right? right has, if anybody has seen the whereabouts of this person, right. call, crime, know. You know, call Crime Stoppers or yeah. whatever. I think that got coverage for like a blip. Right. And then when they found her body in the trunk of the car, I think that got coverage like, oh, body, you know. Body found in. Right, right, right. That's it. Right. Her parents had to fire, hire an investigator and all that. And I make that as a parallel because this was like a young woman, you know. Right. I think she was in her early 20s as Same. well. Right. G- killed by her boyfriend. Right, her right. boyfriend went missing. So very, very similar facts. And that just came and went. So again, and nobody, the, and, and and this poor woman, you know, Petito, already has an hour long special with Nancy Grace. Yeah, and and again, we want to make this very clear: a life is a life, and and yeah. a tragedy is terrible, and our hearts go out to this this family. And and I, I even question: is this even the right time to talk about that? Right? Mm-hmm. You know, should we like wait till after to have these discussions? But but again, I. It's not. I would even, say no because if that time I passes, the then... coverage because I think that this should get coverage. Right, but, but I think everyone some, should get coverage. Everybody should get coverage. You know, like, did you did you ever hear of Dulce Maria Alvarez? No. Okay, Dulce Maria Alvarez was a kindergartner, five years old. She vanished from a park in Bridgeton, uh, in Jersey, two years ago this month. Um, you know, local headlines for a while. Publicity about the the poor child has tapered off. Last bit of news. Age progression poster. That's about it. Have you heard of Lauren Cho? Yeah. 30 year old former New Jersey teacher, last seen Yucca Valley on June 28th, where she'd been staying with an ex boyfriend. She hasn't been seen since. Have you heard of Sofia Juarez? No. A toddler from Ken- Kennewick, Washington. Um, I mean, I mean, I could. I, I'm literally just on an article, and I'm going down the list of all the, you know, uh, uh, people of color, minorities who have gone, women who have gone missing. And again, it's not that we're saying don't cover what happened. We're saying let's put all of these people's names out there. Let's give attention to all of the missing. Mm-hmm. You know, let's not pick and choose who gets that exposure. Because that's not fair to the families. All yeah. families are in that situation yeah, that's why, and deserve that help. That's why I asked you. I was like, I know I've been a little bit out of it recently, but is, is there some ties or something out of completely of right, the ordinary? Right. Because like the coverage has been like overwhelmed. Like it's it's yeah. been nonstop. Nonstop. Yeah. And you know, it, it's just it's very unfortunate because a life is a life and and all of these cases should be getting attention. You know, Nancy Grace should be having da- a, a daily pro- daily of, profiles of all these women of all these women or all these people that have gone missing. Yeah, yeah. It's it, it it's just you know it, it's it's sad and and I just I just wonder I don't know I mean I could I could go on a rant about the the inherent you know ra- racial overtones of of the coverage. And, and 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 that's not the fault of the family. You know what I mean? Like the family is just like, you want to cover my missing my missing child? Please, of course, I, I will take all of your help. Of course, you know. But the the fact that the news media kind of picks and chooses which missing person warrants more attention is yeah. very frustrating. Yeah, 
It really is. So, <sighs> wow. Well, you know, our, our condolences and our hearts do go out to her family and all the families all of the people families, that, yeah. that, you know, have, have, have gone missing, have gone through this. It's, it's just awful, awful, absolutely awful. So, oh, that's a bummer. That's not a great way to end the, the show. No, it is not. <laughs> so, I mean, do we want to talk about more questions we're going to ask Britney Spears, Britney Spears. that are not <laughs> about the conservatorship? I mean, where's Cousin Allie? Oh, cousin Allie. Do you still talk to oh, what was his name? The the bad influence. Eh. Cousin Allie. No, 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 no. The guy. Eh. Sam. Sam. Sam Lufty. 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 Didn't Sam Lufty get deported? Oh, did he? I think he did. Oh, well then, okay there. Oh. Okay, well that takes care of that. Why was Radar on two albums? They paid a lot. To rent the horse for that video, mm-hmm. and they were going to get their money's worth. We were going to get our money's worth. Yes, yeah. 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 Horses are not cheap to rent. No, they are not. No, no. that is why. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't like that song. On my radar. It's whatever. It's what. Not great enough to be on two albums. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's okay. You know, I kind of like it when. Singers have multiple songs with the same name. Like like what? Like what? You, I'm pulling a total blank. I'm pulling okay. a total blank right now. George Michael. Freedom. I won't let you down. Okay. I will not give you up. Freedom. Okay. Do you know why that song is called Freedom 90? Because that's the name of the song, Freedom 90. No, but I... Well, I, it came out in 1990. Well, yes, the reason yeah. why it's called Freedom 90 is because George Michael has another song called I Don't Want Your Freedom. Oh. I don't want to And that's called Freedom as well. Around. I don't... And here's a little secret. I'll tell only to you and your listeners. Okay. I like that version more than Freedom 90. It's more fun. Freedom 90, like whatever. It's iconic. The video. Yeah, I got right, it. Right, you right, know, right, fine. Or whatever. Fire model, supermodel, Cindy Crawford <laughs> on a tub. I got it. I got it. I know. I understand. Who's going to have a problem with Cindy Crawford on a yeah, tub? Yeah, I got it. I got it. I got it. But I, I like the other one. It's more It's it's more poppy. And you know what else? What else has? Give me another one. I, okay. I... okay. In your eyes. Forbidden, forbidden love. love. Okay. Madonna. Yes. And then from bedtime story, da- right? And confessions on the dance floor. Forbidden oh. love. Are okay. we supposed mm. to be together? <laughs> I just fell from the tree because love. those are actually probably two of my favorite albums of hers, and, and I had never thought about it. <laughs> Forbidden love. <laughs> it never dawned on me before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she actually has another one. She's a third forbidden love? No, no. <laughs> Man, she wanted to make that shit happen. She wanted forbidden love to happen. She has Addicted. She has two songs called Addicted. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're not famous, but yeah. Which forbidden love do you like more? Confessions or? I like Bedtime Story more. Yeah, me too. I like both of them. Yeah, but but, but if I have to pick one, gun yeah, to my head, yes. Baby yes, face. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah. That's why. Because yeah. the baby face just like whispering yeah. the whole time. Yeah. Is that fun? Oh my god, I totally... <laughs> you have never put two and two together? I never thought about it at all. Yeah. Yeah. So, this is a better segue into our last soda. Yes, this is a much perkier, happier mo... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it's time for our last sodas. Yes. Do you have yours? I do, and it's interesting. It's not a so. I'm not going to give a soda. I'm going to tell a story. Okay. And it's about me. Okay. Before. Okay, go. What? No, do you want to give your last soda? Well, because I just feel like I don't want to like... 
have my yeah, soda be, I don't want my soda to be like stupid after you tell yes, a story. No. You know. Go ahead. So my actually is a it's a gasless soda. Oh, those are fun. I'm giving it to the Carriage Hills apartment complex, specifically their oh. HOA. Oh, oh, this sounds interesting. Now, is this here in Miami or in Florida? It's in Florida. Um, it's in South Florida. Is, now, it, is I, that for Hills? No, I don't. No, South Florida, South Florida. Now, I don't live at this place. I don't, you know, but I did see them last night on Channel Seven News. They were part. Of, they were on Help Me Howard. Now, Carriage Hills used to have a security guard at their entrance. And that's how, you know, if you would drive up, you'd a security guard, you go in, whatever. I know another place that had a security guard. The <laughs> and things did not end very well. <laughs> no, no, especially not for the mailman. Um, so they got rid of the security guard. Okay. Now they have like this um, this scanner system where you get a, a, a little, like a UPC code that yeah, you yeah, put yeah, in yeah. the window of your car. And as you drive by, it lets you, you in. That right. ugly thing on your car. Exactly, right? Okay, great, fine, whatever. Well, the problem is that one of the residents of Carriage Hills, a Miss Vanjie Camo, and I hope I'm pronouncing her last name properly. God bless. This is, you know, you all have, may have heard about the drag queen Miss Vanjie. Yeah, I was like, is this related to <laughs> No, Miss? this is this is Mrs. Vanjie. She is 100 years old. Uh-huh. God bless her. God bless her. Like she was she was sharp oh, no, as a what whip. Did it do to Miss Vanjie? They refused to the Mrs. Vanjie because she's a widow. They refuse so she doesn't have a car. So every time that she goes out with her friends, you know, to a doctor's appointment or whatever, and she comes back, she can't get back into the 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 the, the community. I was I was gonna say the reparto. The community. The reparto. The community. So she called Help Me Howard because she's like, look, all I want is for them to give me the, the UPC, the the scanner thing. On like a card or something. And that way I can just keep the card with me and I can Makes scan total it. total sense. Well, no. They refuse to give it to her because um, they say it's a security thing. So they offered to... So they said, okay, one workaround is you can call one of the board members whenever you're going to come in and they'll buzz you in. And she's like... She said, yeah, that's fine and all. But the problem is that every time I'm going to go out, I have to like schedule my day around this person being available to buzz me back into right. essentially my home they offered to give her a cell phone she says she doesn't want a cell phone because it's an inconvenience the woman's a hundred years old really you're gonna give her a cell phone like there's this whole thing like i mean again they she's just she's like i just want to be able to get into my home bueno resumida cuenta carriage hills even with help me howard and fraser and her you know helping up they said that no we're not going to give her uh you know her her little card Let's go thing. Protest. Let's go. So Dale, you know what? I am calling on all of us, and I will be posting the video because I took the video on. They had it online, and I recorded it. I'm going to post it because that is just so wrong. This woman is a hundred years old. Give her the fucking card. Let her get into her home. She is independent. She is spry. She has a life, and she I'm should be sure able to live it. After playing, after uh, yeah, help me out. Premiering, they've gotten a lot of shit. Uh, they have to. They have to have. I mean, oh, and they're saying that it's because of security reasons, right? Or whatever, because, oh, you know, they could lose the, the car, whatever. Right. There's like a, a little door gate, whatever, that they, the cameras captured was not locked, was open. So security, mira, esta. Do like the Kardashians live there? Like who, who lives there that like this? Needs this much security. Yeah. yeah. I don't is know. There like a, is there an embassy in there? Like, <laughs> <diplomat? Like, laughs> the Carriage Hills Embassy, yes. 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 So... 
I don't know what we need to do. I don't know if we need to get Miss Vanjie involved to help Mrs. Vanjie. I don't know. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. But that, well, I'm gonna tag Vanjie when we when is, I when is, I post is it. Miss Vanjie still a drag queen? Yes, Miss Vanjie is still a drag queen. Yeah. Uh, yes, and 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 she's she's Latina. So you know she's gonna make us think. And Mrs. Vanjie is Mrs. Vanjie is an older. I, I I'm thinking she's a white woman. I don't know if she's Jewish or whatnot, but right. but she's a, an elderly white woman. She's I, I'll show you the video when we're done recording. She's gorgeous. I love her, and I just give her the damn card. Just give her the card. Shame on them. Yes, I think we should have a last soda slash shame. Yeah, like shame <laughs> on you. Shame on you. Carriage Hills. Oh, yes. HOAs. When you have a dictator and an HOA, it's a whole, that's a form of communism. It, it really is. You want to talk about why, that, That's why, like, you know, where I live now, I have an HOA. Like, I'll, be, I'll, I'll make those people muffins. Like, <laughs> because an HOA can make... Listen, I, 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 know. I used to tell this to people all the time. When I used to do foreclosure defense, mm-hmm. foreclosure defense, that we were dealing with the big banks, I would tell people, like, whatever you do, do not stop paying your HOA. Yep. Because those people will foreclose on you Faster than you can like pack a bag. Yep, they will foreclose on you way before um, Citibank. Uh, <laughs> you know the, the problem with with HOAs in the in Florida is that it, it, it's it's ongoing. Back in the day when you know they wanted to make Florida more of a, a, re, a retiree destination, right? We're right, talking right. about like probably in like the forties and fifties. Um, legislatively, they gave a lot of um, leeway to HOAs. So they can oh, have like okay. these adult communities and things like that. So legally, HOAs in Florida have a lot of power. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, a lot of power. They can. They can come and change your locks. Um, wow. Too much power. And, um, you know, from foreclosing on you to towing your car to setting up rules. As Burger um, Beast knows. <laughs> uh, different things. Uh, they have a lot of power. And, you know, as Spider-Man says... With great power comes great responsibility. You know, if you have an HOA that's very responsible and fair and all right, that, right. it's great. Right. But the moment you have an HOA that, like, I don't know, carado on board. Yeah, sangre de dictador. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, there's some people here where I live. Like, there's one neighbor in particular that, like, she goes to all the HOA meetings. I'm like, if I've never, ever cared to be part of the HOA, ever. I have enough complications in my life. This is true. And I see her, I see this person in all the HOA meetings and I'm like, if you ever run for president, I'm running against you because I will not allow it. <laughs> like, I will not allow it. Oh no, I hope, I hope that this neighbor doesn't know who they are because I know some of your neighbors listen. No, it's not my neighbors that okay, listen. Okay, okay, okay. It's not my neighbor. Okay. Oh my God, but maybe they're listening to this <laughs> and they'll be like, oh, I wonder what neighbor it is. But the neighbors I know that listen is not them. I love okay. like the neighbors I know listen are great. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm like when I see this woman in HOA meeting, I'm like, if you ever run for president, like I'm running against you because like I cannot I'll find the time for the sake of the community. <laughs> for the children. For the children. <laughs> right. No, she probably won't let children like play outside because you know it makes noise. It's a nuisance. It's a nuisance. Kids playing basketball on their on their driveways is a nuisance. I can't. Uh, anyway, bueno. I hope Miss Vanji, Mrs. Vanji, gets her gets her gets card. Her card yeah. So, well, kind of the story I wanted to say. I mean, I, I it's not even a last soda, but it's one of these things that, like, at the moment they don't mean anything, and then I kind of I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking too much into it. So I guess I'll give a last soda to myself. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> well, you're very busy lately, so you're yeah, probably very so. thirsty. 
no need to get into the specifics, but in the last few weeks, I've been extremely busy. I've been working on these projects um, for a voter registration initiative that I'm a part of. Long story. The point is that I've set up these like community uh, teams, and um, you know, a lot of these people are canvassers, and they go out, and you know, canvassing is a really hard job. Um, a lot of people think it's easy, but it's actually very difficult. And um, I was fortunate enough to have built some really good teams. And, um, you know, this week I decided to move on from that and, you know, do focus on something else. And um, so I said, you know, I, I went to my teams earlier today and um, I introduced them to the person who's going to kind of be taking over mm -hmm. me and whatever. And... And one of the teams, the team captain, you know, I was like, hey, listen, I'm this moving on. Uh, she's taking over. You know, I just want to let you know it was, it was great. It was a pleasure. You're, you're great at what you do. And she's like, I'm so upset that you're leaving. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know. And she was like, you know, I have to tell you that you're one of the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life. And she got choked up. And I'm like, I've known this person for only like a month. Right. And, and she's like, you really, you're so kind and you're, you're so like, you, it, like every day you send us text messages, like you're going to do a great job. You're always encouraging us. She's like, you're one of the nicest people I've ever worked with and I've ever met. And, you know, she like kind of, you know, it's COVID. So she kind of gave me like a side hug and she's like, I wish you all the best. And, you know, I hope our paths meet again. Mm. And after I, and I was like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. That's really nice. But then after, I was like, you know, I feel really good about that. Because at the end of the day, isn't that what you want to be known for? Yeah. At least me. For being a yeah. kind person. Or like a nice person. And like it really, like, I don't know, maybe I'm overthinking it. But it really like, because this is a person, like, she's probably like in her 50s. Very nice. Very whatever. And you could tell it was very genuine. Right. That she was like, you know, you're one of the nicest people I've ever met. And I was like, wow, that's a big, bold statement, you right, know? Right. And I could tell that she was being very sincere. So I was like very taken aback by it. Because I was like, you know. But that's true. That is something that, I mean. At the I, end of the day for me. Yeah. No, I strive for that too. I, I strive to be remembered as somebody who is, is you know, likable. You know, somebody who is who's who you want to be around. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to be, I don't want people, when people think of me, I don't want them to think, oh, he's, you know, a great legal mind, or he's like so funny, <laughs> or he's so this. I want people to think, I, for me, right. I want people to think, you know, he's a really nice person. Right. So, you know, that's my soda. <laughs> my soda goes to me. My humble soda. But I thought... This is the episode where, where Darian talks about himself all episode. Yeah. No, but you know what? It really, like, it was sort of a moment of reflection. No, I but I hate that, the term moment of reflection. No, but you know, but I think that speaks a little bit to what we were we were talking about a little earlier in the episode when we were talking about the, you know, the, the Haitian refugees, right? It's, we should all strive for kindness. You know, it's so important and... A lot of times people don't stop to think about it. And I and I, I, I want to think that people inherently don't sorry, don't inherently want to be unkind, but I think it's so easy to sometimes be unkind or be dismissive or be, you know, get caught up in your own world that that it, it's not it's not the first reaction. Right. And and I think that's something that and again, I mean I've known you your entire life. 
you do strive to be kind. Me? You, I, I, I yeah. it, it, it's, it's definitely top three of your priorities. Yes. Yes. And whenever Don't ask I, me what the other two are. Whenever but I, know I think three. I'm not, I catch myself. Or when I, like I catch my, I, I catch myself really quickly when I think I've, right. I've not been kind or like I've done something unkind. Right. You right. Know? Like I catch myself really quick. I'm like, you know, I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have right. said that. Cause we all do. I just, yeah. you know, no, well, no we, we have moments that we're like, fuck, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We, we're, we're human. Yeah. You know, at the end of the you day, know, but, um, I, have I already told you a story about the lady. I apologize. Like five years later at Subway. You did. I think you said it on this show. Did I? I think you did. I'll say it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give us the, the cliff notes. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so does the in Hialeah, the subway by my office in Hialeah, um, around the time of the of the um, you know the recession. So this would have been probably like 2010. Um, you know, a lot of people lost their jobs. You know, my, my parents actually both lost their jobs. It's just that my parents kind of retired. They were forced. Right, they were a certain age. So, yeah, yeah. So they didn't want to retire, but they both lost their jobs. And, um, you know, thankfully, my parents were in a situation where they could just retire and whatever. Um, but a lot of people, older people, had to go back to work. Yeah. And I went to Subway and I sort of get ticked off. I don't know about you. When I go to Subway and it's like a little bit of an assembly line, right? You know, I, I get a little annoyed because it's like I'm very picky about my sub. It's like okay, I want more mayonnaise. Okay, I want like I want the mayonnaise, mustard, cheese, meat, not the other way around. Like you're I'm particular, very picky about it, right? Right. And this day, whatever. I guess I wasn't in the greatest of moods and whatever. And there was this older lady who was working there, and I knew that she was new. Because I go to the subway quite often. Right, right. And I even thought, like, this is probably an older person that probably had an office job. Had to go back to work. Because she spoke, like, perfect English. So it wasn't like, you know, a lot of times subway hires older people that don't speak English. That maybe just came to the country and, you know, are starting, you know, whatever. No, this woman spoke, like, perfect English and she was, like, my parents' age. Okay. So there's a story there. Right. Right. So I'm like, this woman probably lost her job she probably had like an office job of some sorts and she, she lost her job she found this and, she and, needs she, a job. and she's working she, need, she needs to pay those bills yes ma'am and she's working at subway and i remember i was like really short with her because she was new and i was like no like i wasn't my best right and you know that i never forgot about it i never forgot about it and it was like i remember that day i was like after i was like Oh, like this wasn't the best of me. Like right, right. why? And I wasn't even like rude to her. She maybe didn't even notice. Yeah, God but, knows there were probably people who were ruder than. Right, than but that, but yeah. I, I was short with her. I don't. I wasn't rude, but I was short. And I'm thinking like this poor person. You know, this was probably like her first week at the job, and here comes this fucking asshole. You know, wanting more mayonnaise on his cold cut sub. <laughs> you hear mayonnaise? You know, you know, on his cold cut sub, and the cheese in a certain direction, and this poor woman has to deal with all this right. stuff. So I felt really bad about it. And then after, I kept going to that subway, you know, somewhat occasionally, and I didn't see her again. And I thought, oh my god, this poor woman probably got like she like didn't make the cut or whatever. Right, right, right. Years later, I see her at that subway, and I like I'm talking about like four years later, right. and I and I tell her, "How long have you worked here?" And she's like, "Like four years." Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "I think I remember when you started." And she's like, "Oh yeah, you know whatever." And um and I told her, "You know what? You probably don't remember this, but I remember when you started. Um, I was sort of not nice to you 
when I came, and I really, I've never, for, I've never forgotten it. <laughs> so much that I'm here four years later right. telling, <laughs> telling you this, yeah. and I've never forgotten it. And I actually, I want to apologize. And she was kind of like, first of all, I don't know who you are. <laughs> like, right? She's like, thank you. I don't remember. I it. have yeah. no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> right. And I have to tell you, I got a little bit of closure, <laughs> and I was just happy to see her there. I'm like, she made the cut. She didn't lose her job. She She's made so the in. cut. She made the cut. But I was really happy to see her. I was like, oh my God, you're still here. How did I not see you for four years? I come to the subway all the time. She's like, no, because I work the night shift. And I even figured out, I'm like, oh, it was probably like her oh. first week. She, she was working the day shift. To get trained. She get trained. And then, yeah, when she got trained, she worked the night shift. And hence, I never saw her again. But I apologized to her four years it's later. It's never too late for an apology. Moral of the story. <laughs> Moral of the story. But never yeah, too late. you know, it's like you always try, need to try to... Be kind. And if you're not, you know, we all have our days yeah. when you want extra mayo on your cold cut stuff. Just, <laughs> so, just so. try to be the best version of yourself that you possibly Yes. Yes. Version of me. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, with that, I kind of want Subway now. I want something. I'm hungry. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's have some Lay's. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. Anyway, we hope everybody that you listen, laughed, and learned. And remember to grab, I would totally go for a pastelito right now. And a croqueta. Bueno, there's a 24-hour baker on Coral Way. Yeah. So remember <laughs> to grab your batelito, your croqueta, and your cafecito. And thank you so much for joining us, everyone. Uh, yep. That was episode 175. 175. Have a great weekend, everyone. Cuídense, mi gente. Bye. Bye. Pero Let Me Tell You is co-hosted by Darian Borges and Ismael Llano. Produced by Ismael Llano. And our theme, Better Let Me Tell You Freestyle, is composed by Michael Angelo Lomlaplex, the official gay guy. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 